Welcome back to Ike Live. Thank you for tuning in tonight. We've got a very, very, very special guest lined up. Obi-Wan, we have an amazing guest scheduled next on, <laughs> on the ship. I will give you his initials. KVD. <sighs> that is an amazing guest. Darth. What do you what do I call you? Call me Vader. <laughs> Emperor. Emperor. Call me Emperor Vader. Emperor. I know everyone is on the edge of their chairs right now waiting for the real, the actual KVD joining us any second. <laughs> Let me go to Han. Han! Can you hear me back there? Yeah, man, what's up? <laughs> I can't hear you, Han. I said, what's up? I still can't. Oh, I don't have my headphones. Oh. Han! <laughs> Han, when we're ready to... When we're, <laughs> when we're ready for the... For the live beam feed, please let me know. We're ready. Okay. Joining us from his ship somewhere in the Midwest, KVD. KVD, everyone. How's it going, Lord Vader? Happy Halloween, you peon. (laughs) Happy Halloween. Okay. Is this, uh, do you have plans for Halloween? Oh, I'm doing them right now. You know, just like you guys, I decided to go Star Wars this year. Um, mine's a little bit deeper of a cut than what you guys have uh, going on. Uh, so let me take you back. Uh, beginning of A New Hope, Star Wars Episode Four. Uh, yes. C-3PO, R2-D2, on the desert planet Tatooine. They get picked up by the Jawas, thrown into a sand crawler. And, uh, you know, there's all those droids getting tortured in there. Yes. Well, I'm one of those Jawas on vacation. I've been fishing. Got my little R2-D2 here. I cut his head open, turn him into a thing for my office supplies. So. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> Make those drones your bitch. We don't cause that. We don't cause that destroying. We cause that reprogramming. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I have to know what in this planet, this universe, what KVD makes you such a great angler. Well, I got I got a couple of uh, got a couple of tips. Uh, first of all, I, I have to say binoculars are an angler's best friend. You know, people might think that you want to look into the water to see where the fish are. No, 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 no. You find somebody good, maybe one of your buddies who's good at fishing, and you, you look at his boat, see what he's fishing with and where he is fishing. Then you get on that spot, maybe while he's still there, you know, <laughs> as long as he doesn't know that you're fishing the same thing. You know. No harm, no foul, right? Be part of the community. Right, right. You got to get out there. You got to meet your neighbors, see what they're doing. <laughs> Copy it. Verbatim. <laughs> Stormtrooper. KVD? Yes. We here, you've been tearing it up on the tournament trail with some maybe not so legal tactics. Care to share? 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I've been watching that show uh, Westworld on HBO. Great show. You guys fans of that? Big fans? Anybody know anything? I don't watch TV. I have no time. <laughs> well, uh, you know, there's all these robots there, and I thought, what about a robot fish? So I created a couple of robot fish, and I bring them in my live well with me so that they're, you know, they're all 20 pounds, 25 pounds. And so, you know, when the weigh-in comes, I've got these realistic-looking fish. Nobody knows any different, and I win. You know, it doesn't matter that it's mostly against 13- and 14-year-olds because I can only get into the peewee tournaments, but uh, still a big win for me. I well, like the evil nature. <laughs> most clever, KBD. <laughs> Thank you. Obi-Wan. So, <laughs> so, so, I don't think the Empire approves of these tactics. I like the evil nature. <laughs> Obi-Wan. What? Will the Force be with you this Thanksgiving? What are your plans this Thanksgiving, KVD? Well, we have a we have a strict uh, catch what you eat uh, <laughs> rule at Thanksgiving. So uh, this year we might be ordering Chinese because uh, <laughs> it's not been going so well for me. Hi. Uh, but you know, l- luckily Mystery Tackle Box has a, a new cold bass option coming up, so I'm I'm hoping that'll help. I'm hoping that'll take me where I need to be to at least feed my family. KVD, uh, KVD, yes. so the word on the street is that all the guys at Mystery Tackle Box are going to be doing Movember this year. Oh, yeah. Will you yeah, be joining them? What? What is Movember? Oh, Movember. Oh, well, that's where you, uh, you grow a mustache for November. Um, it's uh, it's a part of a charity event, you know, to, to help. Uh, it, see... They didn't really fill me in on a lot of it because I have this beard, and they don't think that I can participate because I'm not legally allowed to shave it. Uh, but you know, it's uh, <laughs> they're all they're all in. They're all about causes there at, uh, at Mystery Tackle Box, and uh, they're uh, they got the Movember Network right now on the on the website. They're trying to do uh, more for the community, more for causes. So so check that out. You can donate on the site. And uh, they have a, a mustache bait card going out in their boxes this month. Or, uh, I think it's this month. <laughs> but you can post a selfie and uh, donate with your own mustache, even if you can't grow one. Han Solo cannot grow a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> he has a no-stache. <laughs> cannot grow a mustache. <laughs> so at 45, he wears a chin strap. <laughs> KVD. Yeah. Last question for you. <laughs> Don't laugh. <laughs> we here at Ike Live and on the ship, we love this thing. This thing that possesses the force. This box. Oh, yeah. We love this box. Me too, man. Why? Tell me why! (laughs) Well, all I can say is that it helps me catch fish. You know, before Mystery Tackle Box, I had had a a personal best of 1.5 pounds. And after getting the box, I don't want to brag, but I'm up to to 2 pounds, 3 ounces. Wow! Big, largey. It's uh, pretty sweet. Wow. Uh, what do you guys? You you usually catch what? Uh, two and a half, three pounds. Obi Wan wills the fish into the boat. <laughs> <laughs> Using the. <force. laughs> 
Sometimes. Okay. <laughs> KBD, thank you for joining us here tonight on the Ike Live Halloween special. Before we let you go, I must tell you something. Listen to me. I hear you. I'm your father, KBD. <laughs> no! No! It can't be! Do the paternity test. I'm your father. <laughs> That's right. Where did you meet his mother, Lord Vader? <laughs> oh. <laughs> At Sparkles in Maltine from. <laughs> She loves that place. <laughs> Look at his pants. Okay. Have a good Halloween, KBD. We will let you go. You too, guys. Okay. <laughs> what is happening? That's how the segment went. Look at that. Give me a, give me a close up of that, Brian. Get that thing out of here. No. Wow. You know what was great about that? Dude, that, uh, no. We actually thought that was going to be the worst segment ever. And it was funny. No, it's all right to talk about it. I thought that was really great. Let's do an unboxing. No, it's 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 great to talk about it. I think we should have Obi-Wan was... do the unboxing, and he should, he should tell us what's going to be in the box before he opens it. Oh. Let's see how strong his... All right, that's our prop box. Let's get the real boxes out. All right, so yeah, so for everybody watching uh, Ike Live tonight, you know this is our this is a favorite part of the show. Mm. Would you not agree, Dave? Back me up on this. We love it. We love this part of the show. This is actually this is a real unboxing we're going to do here, Pete. This isn't a make pretend boxing where we've seen the stuff. This is what would happen every month to, at your doorstep, and we're going to do it right here. It would be my favorite part of the show if, if you let us keep some of the lures once in a while. All right, so we're we're gonna uh, of like course we're, we're gonna do the uh, we're gonna unbox this pro box. But I think Beck, what was your suggestion? I liked it. G- give that to me again. Suggestion. What was it? Obi one. You got to guess what's in there before we open it. Yeah, let's see how strong Obi's force is. A saltwater grass shrimp. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's wrong show. It was the other show. <laughs> Give us another one. Give us another one. <laughs> and you can't say dance a zeal. In this box is going to be a Rapala scatter wrap. A Lucky Craft Pointer 100. Ooh. Ooh. That'd be a good one. A set of VMC hooks assorted. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> and soft plastics from the Rains Bait Company. Ooh, okay. So hold the box and let me cut it with my sword. <laughs> hold the box! <laughs> there it is. Want to try that again? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here we go. We're going to do this unboxing, and uh, we'll start with Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan. Uh, I want you to pick a bait, and we're, we're going to pass it around the room. And this is, by the way, this is the black box. This is the Mystery Tackle Box Pro Box. And th- and Pete was right. Were you right? Are you astounded? Not, not even a little not bit. Not even a little bit. <laughs> wow. Mystery tackle box. Right. That's quite a mystery. Dude, this let me this is a this isn't a, 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 a off the wall thing right here. This box is so amazing. 
that you can't even predict what's no, in it. No, I, I cannot. But it does have a storm square bill. Wow. The Arashi. Wow. That's Arashi a good one. square bill. It's killer. Yeah, I, hey. actually, hold that up, Brian. Get a get a close-up of that, or we're going to throw it back here in a second. Uh, th- this is a good plug. We've both fished this plug, mm-hmm. um, and this is an awesome one. Here's the thing I want to talk to you about, everybody watching tonight. You've heard Brandon Polnick talk about this crankbait. I just want to mention two things. I've, I've, I'm a square bill addict. I fish a lot of them. I want to mention two things about this square bill that is, in my opinion, amazing. The one is um, you can burn this one. A lot of square bills burn. You know, they, they when you burn them, they roll out, right? They they roll out and and you lose connection with the plug. Dude, you can burn that thing. Very impressed by that. The other thing is the line tie. Dude, it has a self-centering line tie on this Stormarashi. Dude, the great thing about that is you don't have to mess with that pliers, you know? You're hitting around docks and rocks. You never have to readjust the line tie on that plug. Awesome. One of the things I really like about it is the angle of the lip. It catches just a little bit more than your typical square bill does, which, which adds to the deflection. Uh, it's, so it's a tremendous deflection bait. It's a great crankbait. It's a killer, especially where we're fishing down on the Chesapeake. When uh, when Adrian goes down next week, I think you might want to have some uh, some square bills tied on. Squareville Central. Uh, let's keep looking. Uh, let's keep going through the box. Uh, I pulled out one here, and uh, you know this this is a good looking bait, and it's and it's in that category of what Adrian talked about tonight. And we've got uh, this is by a company called Finch Nasty. It's called the Nasty Thumper. It's a three-eighths ounce white vibrating jig, uh, ch- chatterbait style lure. It's got um, silver blade on it, and it, it looks good. I mean, there's a lot of these style baits, uh, but but looking at this one, looks like it has a heavier duty hook on it, which I like. Looks like it's got a great silicone skirt, and that style of bait right here is tearing it up all over the country, especially right now in the fall. So that's a good one. Stormtrooper. Yes. Tell me what you think about that, Stormtrooper. <laughs> the Unst have the venom trickworm. <laughs> Most beneficial to stick in the ear of rebel undermentioned smutschig schweinhund. <laughs> Some wow. human dirty pig dog in English. <laughs> wow. And that's, that's a bigger a, that's one, a too. Big one. That's a big trickworm style we lore, can which I like. Zika rig. Zika rig. That's perfect for the Zika or the Nico rig. That would work for the Nico rig too. Okay, and Venom Bait Company, good. They make great plastics. Okay, pass it on over to Adrian. Adrian, pick pick yourself out. A lot of times, I like it. The oversized shaggy head, straight tail worm. Definitely, if the bait's big, right? Mm -hmm. The bait's big. If you're around an area with big fish and you're trying to target bigger fish, right? Throw a bigger bait. It's a good one to throw. So we got some decoy hooks. Decoy hook, Japanese hook company. Japanese hook, yeah. really, really sharp. And actually, I used to use these hooks for a while, fishing a bunch of years. And this is just a three out. I mean, three out, extra wide gap, extra wide gap. Yep, versatile three, hook. Yep, yep. And it's one of those hooks where you might not necessarily necessarily try. You know, I mean, a lot of guys they get stuck on the owner Gamagatsu to the MC, but that decoy hook's a sharp one. Yep. That's awesome. Uh, it looks like it kind of looks like the old owner rigged loops. It's like an in between. Yeah. Yeah, and and there. Uh, let, let me remind everybody watching. We pulled four amazing baits from this mystery tackle box pro box, and there are more in there. Uh, 
every time, Pete, every time I open these boxes, I, I keep thinking the same thing. And the bait that Dave, the AKA Stormtrooper, pulled, it's a great example, right? You know, we're all so stuck in throwing six inch, six inch and four inch trick style worms. And here's uh, a, a, a bigger bait by Venom, you know, eight or ten inch. Mm-hmm. You know, something that we probably you probably wouldn't buy on your own, right? But they're kind of forcing you to experiment and play with a new style bait. More, That's exciting. More importantly, though, like I haven't had one yet where like it's it's like a stupid color. Right. They didn't send me great. That was a great white one. You know, that was a great all around color. Same thing with this. Something, you know? Same thing with the vibrating jig. Yeah. White shad base color. Great color pattern. Uh, Mister Tackle Box is amazing. To your doorstep once a month. Um, Got a little, uh, uh, let's see, promo that I want to run past. Brian DeCarpenter, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, for Ike Live viewers and listeners only, if you use the coupon code Ike Live, you're going to get 50% off your first Pro Box. Wow. Your first black Pro Box. That's 50% off, dude. That's, that's a lot. Yeah, that's a sweet deal. Yeah, so you're talking about. Dude, $12.50 for 40 or $50 worth of tackle in that black box. That's a right. steal. Yeah. It's good quality tackle that that will catch fish. That you, You're going to be effectively go, go out and try this stuff. Like you said, it's tools that I might, you know, I might never get for myself. But because yeah. now, you know, I'm part of this program now, I have colors and sizes and shapes that, you know, are, are causing me to, to try different things. Yeah. And you know, getting ahead of the curve out there fishing is huge. It's important. Um, yeah, it's the Mystery Tackle Box Pro is is the way to go. Yeah, let me remind everybody: uh, if you use the coupon code Ike Live, fifty percent off your first Pro Box. That's awesome. Uh, Brian Carpenter, what do we got? I'd, I'd like to uh, I'd like to keep the show rolling, man. We got <laughs> we got a guy joining us. I'm stoked about getting this guy on. Well, we're ready, man. Dude, what's wrong? Han Solo has 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 shipped him in the shape over there. He's anticipating. Wow. Make a place, bro. I am nice so impressed. Uh, joining us live via his home on beautiful Table Rock Lake in Missouri. And you know this guy. He's been in studio with us. Probably how long ago was that? A couple months ago, couple maybe? Months, yeah, a couple months back. Uh, the one, the only. And by the way... Pete, I know you know this, but coming off a huge win, we're going to talk about that. The one, the only, James Watson, everybody. James Watson joining Ike Live. <laughs> Mr. Watson, how you doing tonight? Are you wondering why I'm wearing this? Yeah, what is, what is that? Is that a uh, sombrero, or what is that thing on your head? It's a outfit. You know, I, I didn't... I don't want people. I didn't want to stand back on the water, so I'm incognito. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now listen to me. I I kind of have the inside track on this, but you're at home and you're on the heels of a big event here. What are you What are you What are you preparing for? What are you getting ready to do here next week? Got the Costa Championship right here on Table Rock Lake. Wow. Wow, it's on your. Does that is that pressure? Is that added pressure for you? No, it's your home fishery. You're expect you're expected to win this. I fished all day in this. 
All right. Now, did practice start or does official practice start tomorrow? Started yesterday. Started yesterday. Okay. And I know you've got a motley crew of guys at your house. Oh, my gosh. We got – I'll just name them off. We got Hammers, Brian New, Brian Thrift, Jason Lambert, wow. Jeff Spray, Kevin Stewart, Bradley Hallman, the Todd Castledine, and the infamous Russell Cecil, as well as Travis Fox, all staying here. Did I miss anybody? I probably missed somebody. I don't know. Dude, that's I mean, in, that's incredible. You, you have it's like a, a it's like a gypsy camp made for bass fishermen. I, I mean, you literally have some of the best anglers on the face of the planet in your house this week. Yeah, but they don't know I'm here because I'm incognito. Okay, <laughs> that's good. Is it is it really quiet at night when everybody comes back in from practice? Is everybody keeping to their own, just kind of doing their own thing, or 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 is everybody? Is the camaraderie there, and they're talking about what they're doing, the patterns? Well, no, it, it's pretty quiet. All we talk about is things that don't relate to fishing, believe it or not. You, you know how it is. We all we all hear fish enough that, you know, we, we don't talk about bass fishing. We talk about other things. They talk about sports a lot, and I don't, I don't follow sports. But I do like Mexican food. Wow. <laughs> I, do you like Mexican food? I do like Mexican food. I like Mex- like Mexican food. Ay. Ay, 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 ay. Oh. <laughs> Wasn't that from the uh, Chi-Chi's commercial from back in the day? Uh, uh, I, I want to – I know you. this is a big event for you coming up, but I don't want to talk about the future. I want to talk a little bit about what just happened. Let me let me jump back a little bit and uh, and, and talk about your big win uh, last week was it last week? Two weeks ago. Uh, yeah, that I, I got to tell you, man. It's uh, Pete and I talk about it all the time. It's so hard to win one. You know, you can put yourself in a position to win it, but to actually win one is such a difficult thing. James, tell me a little bit. Going into that event, did did you look at this one and say, "Man, I'm going to have a shot to win this tournament," or did it materialize during the event itself? Oh, I. I uh... I specifically went out to fish this event because I thought it would set up really nice you know, right up my wheelhouse. And uh, Bill Taylor couldn't have been any more right. It sure did. Man, I got out there, and by 10.30 Monday morning, which was really my first day of practice, I'd, uh, I felt like I had never been dialed in any better in my entire life, um, all in the first three and a half hours of practice. Wow. And, I, it, it, everything was just man I could just call my shot in the first day of the tournament uh, I caught three three pounders and I called my shot on all three of them I mean that's just how dialed in uh, that bite was for me it was just phenomenal and what was what really gave me the boost of confidence was uh, there wasn't anybody anybody within 12 miles of me fishing the bank not one soul Wow. Well, I've really gotten the queer trap here, or uh, I've really figured something out. That's like that's like a dream come true when you get on a pattern and you're by yourself running it. Now, yeah. I, I, I want to I want you to expand on something. I I read it somewhere. You you did an interview, but I want you to expand on because I thought it was so interesting. Is that 
you talked about finding this pattern, knowing what banks to fish, not with your electronics. You know, we're all running these amazing, you know, electronics and units now that see everything on the bottom. But you ran this pattern with your eyes, visually. Talk a little bit about that. I did. I, I had a, a friend of mine that lives out that way. I called him a couple months before, told him, I said, hey, send me a paper mat. You know how I like to fish in the fall? We fished together for a, for a while, and and uh, he said, yeah, I'll send you a map. And he circled some areas for me to, to focus on. And don't get me wrong, my electronics, I rely on them. The mapping alone is a godsend. It gets us around lakes. You don't get turned around and twisted up and everything. But I was on such a target or, or a, a, a visual pattern that was just phenomenal. And I could run down the lake, look look at a stretch of bank, scan that stretch of bank at 70 miles an hour, and then see what I needed to see, immediately stop on it, creep up on it, make a couple of casts, get a bite, go on. And, I, and after 10.30 Monday, I just started skipping all that stuff, and I was just going visually on everything. It was just such a, you know, it's just one of them things that you said, boy, that, that couldn't get any better. Yeah. And it couldn't be more true. Man, I hope nobody else is doing this. And and, and it, it just fell into place. Wow, that that's awesome. What what, what was the key? Well, I mean, what 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 were you seeing that that was what everybody was missing? Well. I was looking for the flattest water I could possibly find that had uh, extremely flat sloping bank up way up high on the bank. No mountainous terrain. There's a lot of mountainous terrain there on that lake. And these really flat stretches of bank either had silt, mud, or somewhat pea gravelly type deals. And then up on the bank, there might be a, a stretch of bank that had three or four wheelbarrow full of rock on that bank. Well, the whole light lake had this like vein stuff in it. So without being too technically involved here with this, this was so identi- so easy to identify because it'd be, you know, the size of a car or truck or a wheelbarrow. And then in the water, there'd be even more of it. And it'd be real easy if you wasn't looking to over to overlook this stuff. And then there were certain stretches of this stuff that had more rock than normal that was obvious to anybody. And it's people just weren't fishing it. And in it was like it was lights out. It was unbelievable. And I you know, I, of course I got to asking around and you know, I said, Well, twelve pounds go a long ways around here? Oh no, won't go anywhere. These smallmouth these guys are going to catch these smallmouth. I said, well, I don't know how to do that, and I ain't going to waste my time trying. <laughs> little, little did I know, all largemouth. I weighed in one brown bass. Wow. Was it, And this was all done on the whopper plopper again? That and uh, the uh, War Eagle Buzz Toad. War, war, yeah. what, that's War Eagle Buzz Toad. That's, uh, I'm not familiar with that. That's like a horny toad of soft plastic. Terry? Yeah, yeah. A, it's just a buzz bait with a horny toad. Todd Otten perfected it a few years ago. That's all it is. 
Gotcha. Buzz bait with a horny toad style toad on the back. I I got gotcha. you. Know? How does he? How do you keep winning tournaments with the whopper plopper, man? <laughs> Everybody else is trying to, and we we strike out, we lose them, miss them. But man, you keep you're. How are you able to keep doing that? They just eat it for me. I put some <laughs> special sauce on it, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that fudge, is it? I'm, I'm put some hot sauce on it. Oh, I I, th- I thought it was the fudge from Uranus. Well. Pete, I'm glad you mentioned that because everybody, <laughs> everybody knows. Look at Brian. He's got it all slapped. <laughs> <laughs> he's got it on his face. Yeah. Everybody knows the best fudge comes from Uranus. Everybody knows. <laughs> they <So>. do now. <laughs> I know that. Uh, I, I, I just want to expand on it a little bit. And, you know, Pete mentioned it. Like, you've got now, you know, several big wins on a topwater, on a whopper plopper top water baits but you keep winning in the fall and i cornered you on this a little bit last week when i saw you but you know you you're actually you're you're being rebranded you're the fall guy do you ex- <laughs> do you accept this rebranding <laughs> i have to accept it you accept anything that puts money in your pocket right Mike? <laughs> so let me ask you this why are there so few fall bass fishing tournaments because them damn deer hunters. Boo. Yeah. Boo. We Gerald want more fall tournaments. I personally accused Gerald Swindle of <laughs> Tommy Biffle from crying because they don't get to go kill deer this time of year. Making a high to me. Trying to, trying to kill deer and you want to have a tournament. That's this tournament. You want to go deer hunting. <laughs> yeah. I, bl- I blame Swindle and Tommy Biffle for that. Okay. <laughs> now, are you from Missouri? Yes, Missouri, Missouri. Now, now wait a minute. You're like you're you're the latest and greatest topwater magician. Yeah, from Missouri, and the first original topwater magician. Yes, from Missouri was Charlie, Charlie Campbell. Campbell. Did, Charlie Campbell. Are you guys buds? Did 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 he mentor you in this? Why are why are Missouri guys so good at this? Because we're dumb and we throw it a lot more than that. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely one of them addicting baits, though, that plopper. You put it in your hand, yeah. it's hard to put it down. Oh, Yo, James, God. man, I miss you, buddy. It's been a long I'm, time since I've seen that face. I'm telling you, I'm so good looking. Damn, boy. <laughs> man, you, Luke, who is that? Luke Skywalker, a.k.a. Uh, Adrian Navina. There he is. Yo, up, I'm wearing a robe right now. I got a <laughs> mop on my head. Adrian, enjoy your Basilique status. Hey, over man. Quit taking my damn money. No, I get the heck out of here, man. You had an awesome event. It was awesome following it. And um, I don't know. I mean, I fished, again, going back to that, that day with Pete. But I hit, the first thing I saw, he had a plopper on the front of his deck. And he told me. <laughs> I asked him, I was like, man, you've been catching them on this? He said, dude, I had one day on it. That was one of the best days of topwater fishing in my life, but since then I haven't caught a bass on it. And there's a few of them guys that really have that plopper dialed in, and he's definitely one of them, man. Yeah. I mean, winning two major events on it. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, it was uh, just to, and, and we hadn't talked about this up to this point, but I had an opportunity last week, and James and I fished together. We filmed a Going Ike episode 
on uh, uh, Small Lake Below Table Rock. Uh, That's right. Yeah. I, I remember it, you were going there. And it was great. And one of the things, you know, I, I, I watched, like at a, a portion during the day, we, we got on this bank, and I just watched James fishing those two baits, the plopper and the, and the buzz toad. And I was, I was impressed. The one thing that blew me away, talk about the tackle, because that blew me away. Because everything I heard from a tackle standpoint was wrong. And you're, <laughs> I think you're doing it right. Talk a little bit about the tackle you throw those things on. Well, I, I throw mine on a beast of a rod. I'll throw mine on a, a 710 waft flipping stick or a punch rod. Uh, I-Rod makes one, uh, I-Rod uh, Bud's punch rod. But I like a super stiff flipping stick. The 7.6 works just fine, but I like that 710. And then that open water, I like to throw 50-pound braid because, man, you could launch that thing. You know, that's a big key to, to whopper plopper fishing is making a super long cast because the water we're throwing in is pretty clear. And you want to give them fish time to, while you're reeling it, to, to, to either smoke it. And if they don't smoke it, you want, you want to have that thing out there far enough that they don't see you or the boat. And that's that's pretty critical on that. And uh, you know, I, I just I just reel that thing, and they just magically yeah. eat the crap out of it. So. I I got a question for you. Like you were fishing in super shallow water, uh, and that bait is giant, and you're making long. How are you dealing with like uh, spooking fish, or or are you casting well beyond your target, or or how how are you managing that in this most recent win? Well. I, I did want to throw my bait past the, the juiciest looking stuff. And I, I, I spent a lot of time with my bait changing hooks because I throw it up there so shallow. That plug's like an ounce and a half or something, ounce and a quarter or something. And, you know, it hits that shallow water and it, get, it gets hung up a lot. Uh, but, man, you just want to throw it up past your target, throw it up shallow. You're going to crash the bait. Unlike some of our other baits, like Striking Wake Shad and stuff like that, they'll break on you. These whopper ploppers are indestructible. The only thing that will happen to a whopper plopper is if you beam something just right, you'll bend that back wire. And sometimes when you bend that back wire on that whopper plopper, you can't, no matter how straight you get it, it'll mess the sound up. Mm. And once it messes its sound up, you need to throw it, throw it, uh, throw it to the side and uh, make a keychain out of it or something because it's done send that one to ish monroe (laughs) put new hooks on it polish it tell them it's the one (laughs) (laughs) now now i i just mentioned we fished together and i don't want to give too much away because it's going to be a great show we fished on this little lake uh tenny como and uh it was a dual coma, as you like to call it. Tenny coma, tenny coma, uh, and it was a dual shoot. So we did um, half bass, and again, I don't want to give it away. We did, I say we did good for the bass, and half of the shoot was a trout shoot on this lake. And uh, uh, I, I, I got to tell you, after that day of fishing with you for trout, I'm pretty sure you're going to stop bass fishing and turn into a trout guide. Is that true? Oh, it's so true. I just can't wait to go get my Coast Guard license so I can go get lines all day long. So much fun. So much fun. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, I showed up at the boat ramp, and I had all the bass tackle. My boat was loaded. He was jumping in with me. And James had the trout tackle. And it consisted of uh, four cans, and one was... 
uh, regular corn, one was sweet corn, one was green beans, and the final can was black beans. <laughs> yes. Rolies. <laughs> cream corn? Cream of corn. Mainly I for, got the corn for you, Mike. Yeah, mainly for chumming. Yeah. Mainly for the chumming technique. Uh, I I I want to I you know I I hate to ask this because I don't want it to be a jinx but give a little bit of a prediction for our our Ike Live viewers tonight that are going to be watching this event next week. Tell them a little bit about what you think is going to transpire from you know pattern wise or or weight wise. Is this going to be a good one or is this going to be a tougher one? This is going to be a tough one, guys. During the single bass in this lake that swam within four foot of the bank, hadn't seen 986 whopper ploppers. Does that force you to fish different now that you know everybody's plomping? Nope. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nope. Uh, it ain't happening, boys. I'll tell you what. I had two keepers today. Two keepers. Wow. And I've spent a lot of time. Yesterday was the first day of practice, and today's the second day of practice. Uh, yesterday, I threw the crap out of it. I caught one I caught one fish on it. I did have a limit to weigh 1239. I fished a 60. There was 60, but it's a Jack Emmett who was, used to be Johnny Morris's right-hand man. Hey! Is that, <laughs> is that Brian Thrift? <laughs> well, Bradley Hall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brad, Hallman and Castledine are so ready to get in the hot tub right now. I mean, they, they, they're just waiting. They got their Speedos on. They're getting ready to get in. <laughs> they got the Biffle trunks on. <laughs> oh, my gosh. These guys are funny. Is your hot they're, tub going to look like a minnow tank in two hours? <laughs> guys, hot tub's right there. Right there it is. The scene of the crime. <laughs> <laughs> the scene of the crime. All right, uh, James, we're going to uh, – this, this is – you've been on the show. You know how this goes. And this is this is one of my favorite parts of, of having guys on the show, especially via Skype. And we've got a very special guest here tonight that is going to ask you the Ike Live Rapid Fire questions. You knew it was coming. And, got it. We've I'm wearing this. Yeah, I know. This is the best part of the show. And we've got a stormtrooper from Star Wars asking you the questions tonight. Perfect. Okay, and here they go. Stormtrooper. Jim Vodson. Yes. We are all aware of your brat versed holiday you have at your residence tonight. <laughs> of the men at your house who has the longest flipping stick. <laughs> 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 that, that's my dog Gabe. <laughs> second part to that second part to that question: Who would be, be considered the finesse fisherman? <laughs> <laughs> Little Brian <Dude. laughs> That is most terrible. <laughs> Jim Watson, do you have any idea how much money you've made River to Sea? <laughs> yes. Do some math for me, Stormtrooper, because I know you're super smart. They sold a hundred thousand Whopper Ploppers at eighteen dollars a piece. 
Boom, go. True or false, <laughs> Larry Dahlberg is trying to buy Bass Pro Shops. <laughs> <laughs> Larry Dahlberg won't even give me a gypsy mouth hug for all the shit I sold. <laughs> 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 Larry Dahlberg, if you're watching, you better call me, you SOB. <laughs> Jim Watson, when was the last time you changed the water in the hot tub? Question: <laughs> <laughs> Sherry changed it today. Oh! <laughs> Get the skimmer net ready. <laughs> hot tub's ready. Coleman's ready for the hot tub. Even Castledine, they're just <laughs> Adrian's ready for the hot tub. Oh man, I got my all shaved down and ready to go. Jim Watson, last questions of your show. Who amongst your guests have been known to paddle pole down the most while fishing on the tour? That'd be that'd be Hallman, for sure. Hallman don't even use his power. He don't even use his power poles. He'll just drive his boat right up in the cattails and park it. <laughs> almost broke. And how long will he spend on each cattail blade? 93 minutes. <laughs> five fishing day into five. That's how many minutes you need on per cattail to catch a five to six pounder. Wow. wow. Jim, Bot- Four. Jim Botson, what size is your sombrero? <laughs> is a 22. It looks like a baby pool on your head. <laughs> I got a big head. <laughs> That's all I have, Lord Vader. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Thank you, Stormtrooper. Thank you, Stormtrooper. Great questions. Great questions. Uh, I, I've got... I, I want to know... Tell me a little bit about next, next season. We were talking about it when we were filming Go and Ike. We, I picked your brain a little bit. Tell me... What's next year look like for you? What, what's what's a highlight for you? What do you what do you have going on next year? Man, I'm gonna face the tour again, even though I told Bill or Taylor I wasn't going to because I already qualified for the cup. Figured I'd just take a year off and just go fish the cup. But I'm gonna face the tour again. I'm gonna fish the uh, uh, Bass Central Open since they come to Table Rock and Grand Lake, and then Sabine River. I'm, you know what? I'm looking forward to the Sabine River. Ike, if you'll send me that waypoint of where you launched your boat up in the trees, maybe I can flip at your boat or something. Maybe walk. <laughs> I'll so. give you that waypoint. I will definitely give you that waypoint. And, I, and of course, I'm look, de- definitely looking forward to the uh, Major League Fishing. Man, what a blast. Yeah. That's such a fun show to be on. You know, it, it's helping. it's helping my career for sure. It's a cool circuit. Now, we've got uh, – we're going to take care of a little housekeeping here with you. We've got some amazing questions coming from our viewers on our uh, instant messaging service. What do we got coming through, Dave? Hey, James. Question hey. from Josh on the IM board. Did you and Ish, your brother, have to share a bed when you grew up? That's the, uh, <laughs> that's the balls deep question of the night. <laughs> yes, we did. We had bunk beds. But for whatever reason, Ish, being of a – darker color skin and always cold he said and that's where we that's where we perfected the spoon 
spoon. So, so you had bunk beds, but you spooned anyway. Spooned anyway <laughs> on the bottom. Wow. It was the flutter spoon. Wow. Did the cocoa butter get on the ladder to the top bunk? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is. It's, I'm constantly getting on this and saying, you're getting assy, bud. You need to put some of that damn cocoa butter <laughs> <laughs> he should be soliciting a cocoa butter sponsorship because he uses the product like crazy <laughs> hey are we at adult time yet i hope so because i've been cussing a little bit <laughs> close enough uh what else we got oh that was it oh that was it <laughs> we have one ish question to come through <laughs> wow <laughs> It's an awesome question, though. It was a good one. Uh, James, before we let you go, let everybody know wh- if they want to follow you, not not on tour, but if they want to follow you personally, they want to see all the shenanigans that you're doing, how can they follow you? Can they follow you social media? How can they do it? They can. They can follow me at, uh, sorry, I'm out of cold beverage. <laughs> they can follow me on the Facebook machine. At James Watson, professional angler. Yes. Pop that. pop that top. Let's hear it. Let's hear the pop top. Here we go. Here we go. Quiet on set. Uh, wow. That's it. That's it. Well, James, I want to tell you, uh, amazing win a few weeks ago. That was a great victory. Uh, I want to thank you again for joining me to film. I had a freaking blast. I had a great time. And uh, and finally, good luck this week coming up. And please, tell everybody that you're staying with, all 30 dudes, that we wish them good luck as well. I will. Thanks for having me last week. I had a blast. Tell Cliff Crochet congratulations. Adrian, it was good to see you. And I just want you guys to know right now, it's straight up, what up, Brian? Show the shirt. There you go. I want you to know right now, Sausage Fest 2016 is happening right here at Watson. <laughs> wow. Sausage Fest, everybody. There's Brian. There's Brian Wow. It's going down at the Watson house right now. That's, that's, that's quite a Sausage Fest. All right. We'll see you, James. Hey guys, thanks. Thank you, man. Wow. I'm glad I am not at that bologna festival. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot of guys in one house. It's a lot of dudes. He's got a big house, though. When I stayed there, yeah, have you stayed there? No, I haven't. I've seen pictures, but. When I, the elites went there a few years back and I stayed there. And dude, there was literally like half the elite field stayed at his house. Like, I'd come back. And I would just see dudes like walking past. I'm like, yo, what's up, man? Hey, hey, how you doing, man? What's up? What's up? I'm like, where the hell are all these people staying? Right? What? Like, does he have like a chamber downstairs yeah. with like yeah, cells in it? I don't know. Must. I mean, he's, his house was big, but like, where the hell are all these people staying? It's a rod locker tonight. That's crazy. That's crazy. Man, what I tell you though, that the names he named off, you know, from the FLW side especially, dude, the who's who of fishing staying there right now. Yep. All that talent in one place, isn't that crazy? Yeah, and they're all telling lies. They're all lying all to each night other. Long. They're all uh, they're sitting around the fire in the hot tub just lying to each other. No, I'm not catching any two bites a day. Yeah, the whopper popper bites no good. <laughs> yeah. Smashing them. Meanwhile, first day, <laughs> thrift, 30 pounds on the Whopper Plopper. Isn't it uncomfortable <laughs> when you're staying in a, in a room with a bunch of guys that are competing in the tournament? Yeah. I'm pretty sure one of those guys is going to win. 
Yeah. yeah. And, and you, sure. And you ask him, you ask guy a question, hey, you catching him today? And you can watch him avoid your question and dance around it. or yeah. And then you know one guy's telling lies and, and one guy's shooting straight. And yeah. You can all, never tell which is which. They all have unique styles, though. Like, as he was rattling off those names, which, which struck me was they all fish a little different. You know, you got... Yeah. You got James, that's the master of fall fishing top waters, especially shallow. You've got Brian Thrift, who's going to cover 3,000 miles of shoreline. You got Jason Lambert, that's going to go out there and crank the whole time. You know, so you have different styles, mm-hmm. you know? So that's, that's interesting. I mean, you know, they're all going to do their own thing, I'm sure, and figure out a way how to catch them. Did, the one thing I wanted to ask him, and, and uh, I will at some point, but what, what temperature is the cutoff point for the whopper plopper? Yeah. In yeah. his fifty, he mentioned that in, a, in an interview. Yeah, and, I heard him on uh, yes. Mark Jeffries' uh, Bass Talk yeah, Live 50. Just 50. last week, and he said fifty is the absolute bottom Should've line. Been throwing it today. I oh, know. Yeah, <laughs> might throw it Wednesday. Yeah. yeah, when we fished on the water, uh, we were on that small lake, Tenicomo, and uh, the water temperature was in the low sixties, and mm. he said that was absolutely perfect, or a little lower, was absolutely perfect in his mind. To, to get on that fall bite with those baits. so That's funny because I'm putting yeah. mine down. How about that? You know, I'm putting mine yeah. down. I'm going, you know, jerk bait. I'm starting to look for more cold water tactics. Right. and and uh, But there's so much bait around when the water temperature is at that zone. Yeah. Uh, man, that, that's interesting. Yeah. The other interesting thing, and I didn't ask him about it, and this I know a lot of our viewers and listeners would, will take note of this, is um, basically I said, you know, if you had one color to pick, you know, 99% of the time, it's black. black. Black, black, black. He doesn't care what the bait is. Yep. He doesn't care if they're feeding on bluegill, mm. shad. He doesn't care. It's black. I still have black, black, I black. still have Brian's black whopper plopper that he gave me three months ago. Yep. That was the one with rusted hooks yes, in, you do. in your carpet. <laughs> <laughs> Thief. Are you going to blame uh, Jake again? Yeah, I know. Jake gets everything. Thief. All right. Uh, Brian DeCarpenter, we're going to take a break. Uh, and when we come back, we've got uh, Cajun Baby, Cliff Crochet coming off a hot win. Can't uh, believe that. Uh, it's got to hear the story. i got to hear the story. Uh, listen, everybody, hang in there with us. We're going to get an update of the Eagles game here, and we're going to refresh our drinks. 7-3 Dallas. 7-3 Dallas. Uh, hang in there with us. When we come back... Cajun Baby, hot off a fresh win, Ike Live Halloween special. Hang in there with us. We'll be right back. Brian, you got some music for us? Yeah, man.